Hello and welcome to the Lou Review. This is your host, Rosa, and today I have a very seasonally exciting guest. <laughs> um, this is Julie Inglehart. She's also known as Mrs. Claus. That's right. How did I get the illustrious <laughs> Mrs. Claus to come over? My daughter is over the moon. Mm-hmm. So, um, Julie, when did you become Mrs. Claus? Boy, that's a really good question. I started performing as Mrs. Claus back in 2010. So it's been I've been doing this for 13 years. Ooh. And uh, the way I got started, we were living in California in a very small town called Hollister, which is about two hours south of San Francisco, about 45, mm-hmm. 45 minutes inland from Monterey. And um, very lovely little town, but just not a lot for children to do mm. or families to do. Much and, like the Hollister store? Uh, actually, there's nothing. They're not related to each other. Oh, they're Completely not. different. Oh, it right. didn't even start so, there? No, oh, it didn't. No. Weird. Okay. <laughs> no, it has a very agricultural-based background to it. So it's a very mm. interesting little place. Um, but I've always enjoyed reading to my sons. I have two mm-hmm. adult sons. And I worked as a substitute teacher. And that was one of my very favorite things to do with story time. Mm-hmm. So... At the time we were living in 20, uh, 2010, um, a lot of budget cuts, things happening in town. And one of the things that happened, sadly, was that the library's hours were cut. Mm. And I started thinking I really wanted to reach out to the community to provide a reading program, a literacy program. So mm-hmm. I contacted this very cute little <laughs> coffee shop called Mars Hill. Mm-hmm. And I always think about it because it reminds me of Central Perk on Friends. <laughs> so it's much different than a regular coffee shop, kind of a bigger a footprint, um, overstuffed chairs, couches, mm. and they had a little stage there. So I contacted them and I asked if I could come and do a story time program. And they said, sure. So my mom worked as a librarian for 30 years in Southern California, and part of the time she would work as a children's librarian and put together story programs, and I kind of got my ideas from her, Mm -hmm. and she would always theme it. So I didn't want to just get a mishmash of books. I wanted to have a specific theme. Mm -hmm. So my very first one was a pirate story time. Ooh, fun. I was, yes. I was very nervous, and I didn't think anybody would show up. And by the end of the hour, I was told that 72 people had shown up for Whoa. the story time program. Did and you dress like a pirate for I that? dressed like a pirate. Whoa. I did. And the kids did, too. And we just had a great time. <laughs> so I kept going on through the summer and then the fall and then, you know, winter, December was coming close. So I'm thinking, what can I be for the holiday season? Yeah. What indeed? Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's where I got the idea to become Mrs. Claus. Because you're pretty young to be thinking about being Mrs. Claus. I mean, <laughs> well, that had to take a lot of Well, I was in my late and... 40s at the time when I did that. <laughs> so, you know, you see you see women of all ages who are actually mm. portraying Mrs. Claus. So you get some very young women and you've got mm. women who are older than I am. You know, nice. it's just how you embody the whole character and the spirit of the holiday. Right. She's probably eternally young. So That's right. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. Eternally young. <laughs> Those kids keep you young, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So how in the world did you get to Louisville from California? Well, um, my husband, Don, and I, and our son, Chris, who was 13 at the time, we moved out for a job for my husband. He actually works at one of the TV stations here in town. He had worked for a sister station out in Salinas, California, and kind of had a job promotion. And so we came out. 
And um, I was kind of really getting into being Mrs. Claus, and I started to worry about it because we mm. don't have any friends here. We don't have any family here. Mm. And so I've really had to learn how to do a lot of networking mm-hmm. during the past eight years. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the very first places I contacted was Santa Claus, Indiana. <laughs> contacted their chamber and I said, hey, do you need a Mrs. Claus for an event or something? And they actually put me over to the museum up in Santa Claus. Okay. And I went there and I did story programs and interacted with the children and uh, just had a great time. Mm-hmm. So I just started making phone calls to a lot of places. And yeah. over the eight years, it's just really grown. And I, I'm very thankful for that. So you have some places where you go every year? Um, <clears throat> trying to think. For the past four or five years, I've been Mrs. Claus at Churchill Downs, and that's been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not have, my husband is not a Santa, so I am able to kind of source out. There's actually a big Mm -hmm. Santa Claus community throughout the Bluegrass State, and there's a gentleman named Chris Burton who lives over in Winchester, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And so I brought him on board. And so we've been Santa and Mrs. Claus there for the past few years. Fantastic. Uh, for a couple of years, I was Mrs. Claus at the Waterfront Botanical Gardens, which oh. was a lot for their Gardens of Glimmer. That was so much fun. Wow. Yeah. Um, and the way I met Chris, actually, was that I answered an ad um, for over in uh, Versailles. They have mm-hmm. a train museum over there, and they have a Santa train that they do. Oh, how cute. So that's where I met Chris, and it's so much fun. We have three cars that we go up and down and interact with the children and mm-hmm. sing songs and <laughs> do all kinds of things. And uh, this year I feel very fortunate because I am going to be visiting... Oh, gosh, about 15 or 16 assisted living facilities. And kind of came, the idea came from my mom, who's in assisted living out in California, Mm -hmm. and seeing how much they appreciate having activities or Mm -hmm. entertainers or people like that to come in. And uh, I actually have a really good friend in California for over 20 years. He does performances as... um, Thomas Jefferson, Thomas Alva Edison, uh, George Washington, and he does a lot of them at assisted living. So that's kind of where I got the idea from as well. Yeah, and there is such a huge need. Like people who live in assisted livings and nursing homes, they need a lot more social interactions because they can't get out, so they need it to come to them. Right. So how's that look different for you as Mrs. Claus going in to see the elderly versus seeing the children and interacting with them? That's an excellent question, and I've been kind of fretting over it, to be honest with you, because I do kind of gear my program towards children, Mm -hmm. where it's primarily I have a list of books that I will read, such as Twas a Night Before Christmas or The Polar Express. Mm -hmm. But again, not knowing what the situation is going to be going into assisted living, you Mm -hmm. know, if it's going to be mostly memory care or if it's going to be people who, um, you know, are still able to kind of understand what's going on and everything. So Mm -hmm. I've been working probably, Rosa, for the past month mm-hmm. on kind of a script and a program and all and okay. I'm going to be talking about holiday traditions not only mm-hmm. in the United States 
but also in several countries. And I've been teaching myself how to say Merry Christmas in different languages. Oh, so how like, fun. Feliz Navidad, you know, for mm-hmm. Spanish. And uh, I'm uh, kind of struggling with uh, Germany, but I'll get it hopefully. <laughs> so, Can I hear your best attempt? Uh, Froh Weihnachten. Froh Weihnachten. Something like that. Okay. So it's probably not accurate, and I apologize to our hey, German listeners. So you're practicing. That's right. great. We but, do have a lot of people of German descent here, right. so that's great. Um, so I've just been thinking about that and kind of circling back to my visit mm-hmm. to uh, Santa Claus, Indiana, and I'd forgotten about this and going through all my kind of treasures and everything. Mm-hmm. They have a wonderful book that they published. 10 years ago and it's called Letters to Santa Mm -hmm. and they have it in different categories so they have letters that were sent up to Santa Claus, Indiana to the museum and it starts in the 1930s and it goes all the way to the 2010s. Oh wow. So reading the different eras or the different Mm. decades and you know what children wanted they wanted candy or oranges or they wanted just a little something, you know, mm-hmm. daddy's not working. And again, you're going through the depression, yeah. things like that. To kids, to more, more modern times, you know, I want an Xbox or Nintendo or mm-hmm. a phone or that type mm-hmm. of thing. So it's been uh, an interesting historical look at how letters yeah. to Santa have progressed over, gosh, nearly 100 years. Oh, yeah. I'd love to take a look at that. That's incredible. Yeah. It's a really interesting book. So, um... Did I see you wanted to do something with ornaments for the assisted livings? Yeah. um, I would like to be able to give an ornament Mm -hmm. to as many of the senior residents as possible. So not as a craft to make with them when you're there? No, not necessarily. Because, again, um, witnessing my mom Mm -hmm. being in assisted living, and they would bring people in to do arts and crafts. But, again, at 92 she has lost a lot of the use of her hands through um, arthritis Mm -hmm. or shaking, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I want this to be something just to be able to give them. Yeah. So I have been putting kind of an all call out on social media Mm -hmm. to see if there are people who'd be willing to donate. They don't have to be new. They don't have to be spectacular. Just a little something that I can give to these residents and, I'm overwhelmed and shocked by the amount of outpouring that I've received. Um, Actually, um, Spectrum News locally, they did a little story on me a couple weeks ago. And so, about the ornaments, they came out. I was actually at a place near Churchill Downs called Tickled Pink. I don't know if you're familiar with (laughs) that place or not, but it's like an antique store, you know, they, they take estate sales and come in and they oh. had so many ornaments and they came out and they did the interview there. Nice. And then she came to my house and finished up the interview. But I have friends, gosh, in Tennessee, in California, in North Carolina, mm-hmm. in here in uh, Louisville, in Kentucky, mm-hmm. who have contributed. And I got the bag out the other day and counted and I probably have close to 250 ornaments that I've gathered, but I'm hoping to get more because I just want Mm -hmm. to share with everybody if I can. Definitely. Yeah. Do you already have appointments to go to different facilities? I do. You said you're pretty booked for the holidays, right? I have. I'm trying to think. I'm really bad about keeping records, but I have (laughs) probably about between 12 to 15 places that I'm going to. Okay. And it's primarily in the Kentuckiana area. Mm -hmm. Um, there are actually there are a couple I'm going to be doing in um, 
E-Town. Okay. They just got in touch with me the other day. And so I'm just, you know, yeah, I'm I'm pretty busy. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to be out of the train as well. I have some home appointments, uh, Churchill Downs again. So, mm-hmm. you know. So for Churchill Downs, is it for specific events or like that they book you for a whole day? Or um, how does that it's work? It's like closing weekend, I think, for the season. Mm, and generally okay. it's on the Friday and Saturday right after Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, I'm just going to be there on Friday since I'm going to be out in Versailles, Mm -hmm. but they have a schedule. And so we're Mm -hmm. on Millionaire's Row and then we're down kind of on the main bedding floor and just, Mm -hmm. you know, people can come up and take their pictures with us. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes they have a hot chocolate bar with, um, marshmallows and candy canes Mm -hmm. and sprinkles and things like that. that And cookies. (laughs) Their catering department is wonderful. They just Mm -hmm. make wonderful treats there. So, yeah, but it's there. They've it's been wonderful being there at Churchill Downs. Do you have any more bookstores or coffee shops that you're booked for this holiday season? Not this year. Okay. No. Really focusing on the, the assisted livings and yeah stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. So I don't have a lot of public appearances. Just okay. Again with Churchill and the train, but that's about it. That train sounds so cute. We did do the Bardstown dinner train, and Uh that was fabulous. Have you ridden on that for the dinner? I've not. No. Oh my goodness! I want to do their Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, that sounds like fun, right? But I mean, we were very impressed with their Christmas version. So mm-hmm. if you ever get to be Mrs. Claus for that, you send I would me love a that. message. <laughs> I will. You'd be like, "Hey, Rosa, get your tickets now." Yeah, it's yeah. I've, I've heard great things about it. I've had friends who've gone on it, and they just mm-hmm. say it's a marvelous experience. So mm-hmm. keep my fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. It, it would be wonderful to do that too. Yeah, definitely. So, um. That is just incredible. Like, I love that you're reaching out to people who really need that. How much mm-hmm. singing do you do or are you planning to do when you go? Well, um, I probably won't be trying to carry a tune on my own, but I oh. I do. Um, I have some things pulled up from YouTube and mm-hmm. I have good old fashioned Christmas CDs and my mm-hmm. old fashioned boom box. And so I'm right. going to. Because you never know what kind of equipment that you're going to have. That's right. Exactly. Place. But I, I, real, I realize with, again, that population, how much music is very important to mm-hmm. them and I, I'm planning to incorporate that as well. We're also going to play um, a couple of games. We'll see how that goes. It's mm-hmm. going to be the alphabet game where you have mm-hmm. the letters and name something Christmassy that begins with the letter A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. So I've been working on that and have my own list in case I would forget at that time. So. <laughs> yes. You know, and again, with the ornaments, I'm going to try and incorporate kind of a dice game where mm-hmm. if they roll like a two, three, or four, they get a blue package or a green package or something like that. So oh, nice. um, it's, you know, it's a progress in work, but I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to kind of experimenting with being at the assisted living to see how well it right. goes. Yeah, I love this whole concept because it's definitely meeting a need and right. Yeah, and you're obviously like really passionate about it. So to be, get it, to focus on your passion is yeah. I mean, that's the way to stay alive, right? Right. <laughs> and give you purpose. And right, exactly. And again, it, this all started out you know 13 years ago with wanting to promote literacy and reading to kids, and that's still a passion of mine as well. But again, if I keep repeating myself is that (laughs) with my mom being in assisted living during the past year, year and a half, Mm -hmm. I really see this kind of, kind of a forgotten population, unfortunately. And a lot of people, they're not getting the visitors or that type of thing. And so 
I'm hoping even if I'm there just for an hour, hour and a half, that I can bring a little bit of happiness and fun and joy to their lives. You're right. Definitely. Would you want to pair up with any carolers or? Um, if somebody wanted to come out and sing, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We did some caroling last year. Our oh. group isn't really doing it this year, but, mm-hmm. um, we had so much fun with that. Just, you know, have a 30 minute set and yeah, go around, bounce around to different places. And that would be awesome. Cheer it up. That would be great. I know that the residents and I'm sure I know the activities directors are always looking for different people to come in. So mm-hmm. it's exactly. definitely something that can be discussed. Mm-hmm. Well, I really appreciate you reaching out to just kind of let us know what you're doing. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that so much. And so if people want to reach out to you, um, how can they contact you? Sure. Well, I would say the best way is via my email. And that email address is J-E-N-G-E-L-H-A at A-O-L dot com. Again, that's J-E-N-G-E-L-H-A at AOL.com. And I will put that in the show notes okay. just to make it really easy. Okay. Um, it's kind of like an abbreviation of your name. Right. Julie Englehart. Right. So um, I'll definitely put that in the show notes for anybody okay. who wants to send you an email. Great. So I guess you don't want to make it too obvious to the children. True. <laughs> like, what do you mean? She has an Instagram and I could just message <laughs> right. Mrs. Claus anytime. Oh no, it's an email. I'm totally not. Nobody wants to deal with the email anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or not the children anyway. That's right? true. That's true. Yeah, that's a good way to keep it hidden from them. <laughs> right. Right. Funny. So, um, you also had that really fun app on my, on your phone that you showed my daughter. Right. Before exactly. we came. What's that called? Oh, let me grab that really quickly and find that yeah there are a lot of really cool apps out there i have actually one on my ipad too which is a little different this is so it's called the naughty or nice app and so what i'm going to do is i'm going to put your name in okay uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> i didn't know i was volunteering oh, yes. for this Okay, and what you're going to do, there's a peppermint icon on there, so go ahead and put your finger on there, and leave it on there, and we're going to see if Rosa is naughty or nice. Ah, the suspense is killing me. Come on, come on. He's checking the list twice. Oh, naughty! It says I'm naughty, too. That must be where my daughter gets it from. Probably so. Oh, well. That's funny. Thank you for choosing to be in my presence, even though I'm so naughty. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> well, um, I think you have brought a special treat for us tonight in mm-hmm. that you're going to give a demo of reading The Night Before right. Christmas. Right, definitely. Yeah. Or so. Twas the Night Before Christmas. That's right. Excuse me. That's right, exactly. Yeah, okay. I can definitely do that. So, and it's kind of special. I really like this for, on so many levels. But um, again, this was written by Clement Clark Moore. And this poem is actually celebrating its 200th anniversary this year. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, how commemorative. Right. 1823. Whoa. So, pretty amazing that something, well, I mean, I, I know that literature has endured much longer than that. But just to have something like right? this that people don't even think about. Yeah. So. This was old when my grandparents were born. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Wow. So I didn't I, realize it was that old. Yeah. Should I start now then? Yes. Okay. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house... Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. 
The stockings were hung by the chimney with care and hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When, out on the lawn, there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When, what to my wondering eyes should appear, but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around down the chimney, St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head, to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled! His dimples, how merry! His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, and filled all the stockings, and turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love this so much. Oh, thank you so much for sharing Certainly. your joy with oh, us and you. spreading holiday cheer. I know we're just coming up on Thanksgiving, but mm -hmm. hey, they're playing the Christmas music on the radio definitely. already. Definitely. So you are not too early. <laughs> yeah, definitely so. Awesome. Well, thank you, Julie, for coming out. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode of the Lou Review podcast, subscribe so you'll be notified of the next episode. You can follow my foodie adventures all over Louisville and now beyond on at Lou Food Reviews on TikTok and Instagram and the Lou Review podcast on Facebook as well. And I'll see you in the next episode.